Lou. Yes. Are you still looking for a bird? Uh, truthfully, I have not seen a bird yet. Other really? than I've seen more turkeys. But I like I've I was walking through campus the other day and I heard birds, but I'm still yet to see a physical bird. I'm looking out my oh, window right now. Birds. I still I've seen, I've seen some fit birds. I know well, we're learning that. some UK terminology here. I don't I don't think that's in the US, is it? I think we should bring it to the US. I think so too. What does a fit bird refer to, Lou? A fine looking gal. Yeah. But rather, I think it's so much better to call someone a fit bird than even a fine looking gal. I agree. It's like a fun little twist on it. Or even just fit bird. Or even just Is it like derogatory though? I don't think so. Even just referring to women as birds. Don't let the feminists get a hold of that one. Yeah, so but I, I kind of like it. I don't think so. You just said don't let the feminists get a hold of that one. Yeah, they'll find some way to twist and turn it. Always do. Well, Lou, we are on episode 10. We've hit double digits for Big Dog Radio. We have a loner episode. No guests today. We are just here, me and Lou. And we are going to have a good time with this episode. So, Lou, how has your week been? How are you doing? Uh, not good. Not great. Not bad. Uh, actually, I'm pretty excited for today's episode. So we have the spotlight segment again. We're gonna do. We're gonna answer listener questions. We're gonna release our fast food tiers. Mm-hmm. Good, good to bad fast food restaurants. And then we're gonna get into what is it? Hot corner chopping block. And. Yep obviously the final thoughts so i think we're gonna have yeah. a nice episode ahead of us i think so too it's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun but first should we address the new battle that we are facing yes i think we should big dog radio is now at war with the city of long beach for years they have failed to bring larry osterhaus lifelong dream and work into fruition and Big Dog Radio is going to be the catalyst to put this action into motion. We're going to get the cyclone razor built. Yes, that is exactly what Lou is explaining. Larry Osterhout, he came in and he explained his trials with the city of Long Beach, trying to get a roller coaster built in their harbor, I believe it is, just along the Yeah, I think he's trying ocean. to get a, a pier built and on the pier. He didn't just have the cyclone racer, by the way. He had 14 right. other spectacular rides ready to go. Spectacular rides. I'd and bet. all he needs is investors to come in and the city of Long Beach's permission to build this pier. Basically, that's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah, he I don't has... think even the investors is the is the hard part. It's getting the city on board. Exactly. He has mm-hmm. uh he has the designs ready. He has the blueprint blueprint ready. All he needs is the green light to get this thing going. And I just I just watched the city meeting where he came and talked to the city of Long Beach and they approved to get the feasibility study done eight to one. So now there's some collusion going on. Yeah, this, Larry, was, this was eight years Larry, ago. I'm there, gonna be... there are some people that are causing problems in the city of Long Beach, not letting this go through. 
I'm going to be inside the city of Long Beach's asshole until this gets done. I want to see this through. I think we got to start some sort of like, like I know you mentioned flying over there and locking yourself to city hall. If I have to, I think that, that could be I, a good start. That's if, if I have to, I will fly to Long Beach and handcuff myself to someplace inside their city hall until this gets done. I and will. You mentioned that they were trying to like make the new cyclone racer, not like as a roller coaster, but they're, the main Their attraction, the Queen was Mary. Was a ship. Yeah, the yeah. Queen Mary. As the Larry said, Queen Mary. The Queen Mary is sinking. They need the Cyclone Racer to make a comeback. Long Beach is soon to be the new Ontario, Canada. If we if we don't come in and fix it, what do you mean by that? Once a great city, now their only attraction is a sunken ship. Is that uh, now? That's hypothetical. It's not like a true. It, it wasn't actually a sunken ship okay but they're downhill they went downhill after their roller coaster left and, and we're not suggesting that we would go and actually sink the queen mary in long beach but we might but you never know you we never might know. But so for this, the sake of legal we won't exactly we might. Mm-hmm. so this this goes directly to larry we're gonna get this done we're gonna do something about this we'll see what we can do and we're gonna get the cyclone racer built Indeed. And we aren't going to stop until uh, until we're dead. No, this is going to turn into my life's work now. Yes. Like I said, I'm going to be inside the city of Long Beach's asshole. I'm going to live there. I'm going to eat there. I'm going to sleep there until this gets done. I can't wait to ride that thing. Honestly, it sounds like a blast. The Cyclone Racer, a roller coaster where you're racing. I've never been on one. Well, Luke. Aside from Long Beach, I have a little progression with this Craigslist guy last week. Do you recall? Yeah, so this is where you're you're bartering uh, to essentially right. move up the food chain. Yeah, like, and I'm still at a, at a standstill. I traded a football for a chem textbook, and then I got stuck. So I'm still there. However, this guy that offered me bags of dog shit, in his words for my football decided that he wanted to continue this conversation. So uh, if you recall from last week, I I asked him to come on the podcast after he offered me that. And he says, dude, not interested in your podcast. Look back over the last 20 years of Wisconsin football. It's obvious the most to the most casual observer. They played small teams every year before they, before playing real competitive teams. And they ran up the score on the small teams and bragged about eating, being undefeated. Wisconsin football is a scam. The coach is a dope. So anyway, so this I guy got back just, to just seems to be mad at Wisconsin football. Yes. So I got back to him. I said, thank you for your interest. Where can we meet to make the trade? And he said, no, no need to make, meet up. Badger football is a joke, as most, if not all, intelligent sports fans know. Pity the poor, ignorant fool that falls for the scam and keeps wasting money. So Eesh. I got back to him again. I said, I'm sorry for the miscommunication. I will let you know when I find a Bears football. And then he said, he this got him really mad. He said, Bears, two years ago, my son and I dumped three sets of Packers season tickets. One set was in the family since post-World War II. We attended every Packer game we want with better seats at a whole lot better price. Best advice, dump Badger football scam season tickets. What does this guy have against Wisconsin football? I don't know. 
And he says, if Wisconsin, this is, I didn't message him back after this. And he said, if Wisconsin doesn't dump the head dope, you fools are really going to get stung going forward. So all this because you wanted to barter a Wisconsin Badgers football. Right. And that, that's not all. I have just three more messages oh between the goodness. two of us. I said, so I, I said back respectfully, I said, I'm looking for advice. I have two tickets to the Iowa versus Wisconsin game. And I don't know what to do with them. Any ideas? You're just really egging this guy on. <laughs> I was. And he goes, dude, sorry to continue this anti-Badger email thread. As you can see, I'm not a Badger fan, clearly. You find two tickets. You Your two tickets find some young kid and gift them. I've done it several times with Packer tickets over the last 35 years. Then he sends me a quote. He says, no man has ever stood so tall as when he stooped to help a child. Good luck to you. So, so I got back to him. Very kind message from him. So I said, very humble of you. I heard a quote recently to it. I said, and I sent a quote back, and I said, no man has ever stood so tall as when he stooped to message a Craigslist ad and offer neighborhood dog shit. You seem like a great guy. Oh, goodness. And that no. was the end of our conversation. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a very long story, but that, that guy was that guy was ready to start something. I mean, he was he was just looking for someone to uh, to bitch about Wisconsin football too, right? Exactly. And, and you just so happened to have a Badger football. Yeah, I didn't even have tickets, or like was trying to promote Badger football. I had just had a football with a W on it, uh, and I was liked, actually trying to get rid of it. So he, he made sure you knew his displeasure. Mel, I uh, I have another update on HelloFresh. And at, okay. and at this point, it's very clear to me that they're just trying to get rid of me. They want me to to one day say that I've had enough and I'm done with them so they don't have to deal with me anymore. Because in my latest box, so with how HelloFresh works, each week you have a menu of 10 to 15 items um, and you choose, you know, three to four recipes. Of my four recipes this week, they sent three wrong recipes. Three out of the four were ones that I did not choose. And then did you? that's probably the worst part. But also with that, they send you like the recipe on how to make it on like a little sheet for each meal. And of that, one of the recipes that they sent me wasn't even one of the wrong. Does, is this making any sense to you? Yeah, so you got recipe, yeah, or you I, got these so, this food. So I got the wrong food one, and then on top of that, the recipes that they sent me didn't correlate to the ones I picked or the ones that they sent. So it was just random recipe, like, tags. Yeah, they were just playing roulette. And that makes it pretty tough if you don't even have the ingredients for those. Exactly. Like, yes. it'd, be, it'd be one to get the wrong meal, You can, but you can still make it. But now... You essentially just went grocery shopping for a lot more. Now you have random food that you don't know what, well, to, what to do with. Well, of course, I took my displeasure to customer service and I got a credit on my account again. But, okay. but I think HelloFresh is sick and tired of me being sick and tired. So this is what they're resorting to, to oust me of my, uh, of my subscription. So I know you said like last time when this happened, you weren't able to claim another 
another case. Uh, you know what do you mean saying? by that? You weren't able. To, you said last time that you contacted HelloFresh and they're like, sorry, we can't give you more credit. Right. Oh, but this time they were able to give you credit again. Uh, they were. Yeah. So I just okay, said, so I know you probably have like a hundred dollars to HelloFresh. Yes, I do. To be applied to future boxes. So in that event, I think I will use up my credit and then my time with HelloFresh will be done. Okay. Well, I, I believe I've said that before though. Yeah. And they just keep stacking up the credit. So, right. So maybe, maybe that's there at this point is to yeah. keep you. But at this point, I'm just like essentially getting free boxes. Right. For them. But maybe they know that you are going to be a spokesperson for them in the future. Well, this seems, I mean, we, we are, at, we that. are, we are advertising for them right now. I mean, I guess so. If you are under the impression that no, what's, free ad- what's the word? Uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? That's what, that's what I was trying to come up with. There's no such thing as bad publicity. But I'm going to advise our listeners not to go through HelloFresh unless HelloFresh wants to come on as an advertiser. Then we will advise our listeners uh, (laughs) to use HelloFresh. But until then, we will not advise that. We will advise against it, in fact. There you go. There's your chance, HelloFresh. Come in and make things right. I don't think HelloFresh is going to hear this. No, probably not. Well, Lou, are you ready for our spotlight segment this week? I think so. You you want to take the lead? Yeah, I guess I'll start. So my spotlight this week has to do with PETA. Are you familiar with PETA? It's the, the animal rights uh, advocates. Whatever. Yeah, pets. Whatever I forget what it stands yeah. for. Or, so yeah, PETA, familiar. PETA demands that the MLB change bullpen to the arm barn to be sensitive of cows. So they are upset with the MLB for calling, how do you want to word this, where the relief pitchers are housed? Right. They're not happy that it's called the bullpen, and they want it changed to the arm barn. Yeah, I I think the more ridiculous part of this story is not that they want it changed, is that they came up with a new name for it. Oh, this isn't the first time that they've done that, Mel. What were the other solutions that they came up with? I'm happy you asked because I have a list. Okay. So, so PETA came out with a list of harmful, uh, perhaps derogatory slang that offends animals. And then they produced helpful sayings to counteract those harmful uh, sayings. Okay. So uh, the first harmful idiom I have here is packed in like sardines. They don't like that. Instead, they want you to say packed in like pickles. Well, then you're going to have the plant activists mad. Yeah, this is a vicious cycle. Second one here, on a wild goose chase, Pete is not a fan of that. They would rather have you say out chasing rainbows. (laughs) You're going to like some of these here as we get down to them. So everyone knows. Are you sure this this isn't an onion article? This is like I'm positive. PETA people. Yeah, and, that, and that's one thing this. that's one thing I've talked about about PETA. I can't like I don't know if what they do is actually helpful because I can't tell if it's a serious cause or not. Right. Some it's of the stuff that the they do are real thing. Yeah, exactly. So this one here, you've heard it before. Kill two birds with one stone. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Instead, they want you to say, feed two birds with one scone. What? I'm not kidding, Melv. Instead of bring home the bacon. I mean, at least that, that still makes sense. Instead of bring home the bacon, bring home the bagels. Gosh. Instead of beat a dead horse, how about this? Feed a fed horse. You don't want to feed a fed horse, Melv. No, but <laughs> they actually still kind of make sense, but it just ruins the. No, the but they want the bullpen the to be called the arm barn in baseball from now on, because I'm I'm sure you're aware, Melv. You've seen all the cows protesting up in arms about this. Yeah, yeah, throughout major cities in the U.S. So I I actually pulled a quote from the article. They're upset because it mocks the misery of sensitive animals, of sensitive animals. So they're they're saying that these animals are hurt by it's widely known that cows are very much against uh, the MLB bullpen. I'd say that there's bigger battles to fight if you truly are trying to be one with the cows. I think say that you want to save a cow. I think that's the least of your concerns is changing these slang terms. See, I, I don't know if PETA fully understands, though, what like baseball is. They might think that it, like the MLB bullpen, like they're actually just like beating up cows back there. I don't know if they're fully aware of like what baseball is. I think that's a fair assumption of PETA. Yeah, they just think that the MLB bullpen is injecting cows with needles and shoving cocaine down their throat and letting them loose back there. Maybe I so. I, I do right, kind of like the arm nice. barn though. I do. It that does, does kind of cool. have a ring to it. The arm the arm barn. barn. I, I feel like he, <laughs> I didn't even think that through. Like they're warming up their arm. Still respect to the cows. Respect to barn. the cows. Yeah. The arm barn. That's not bad. That's not bad. Whatever. My spotlight this week is from the company Ford. And Ford made a classic pickup truck electric. So they took, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure if they took an old truck or if they made it completely brand new. But essentially, it's a, it's a model of a 1970s F-Series truck. And now yeah. it's electric. And it's, it looks pretty sick. Wait, so are they like mass producing these now? I think this was a one of a kind thing. Okay. But um, it was kind of to promote their new F-150 truck that's like their electric truck. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the other truck is the F-150 Lightning that's coming out soon mm-hmm. for Ford. No free ads. That one looks pretty cool too. And currently there's 160,000 people that are waiting to get this truck. Like no, we know someone list. that's on the waiting list. Do we really? Yeah, Case. Really? He's on the waiting list for the uh, the Lightning. That is awesome. I did not expect a lot of Ford people to be excited about the electric shift. No, see, I felt like, especially someone like Case and like these other people on the waiting list, they would be anti-electric vehicles. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's one thing that the car enthusiasts like to say. Uh, as to their reasoning to not liking electric vehicles. I love the sound. I love the sound of the car. I love the sound of the truck. Give me a break. This goes back to our, our Polaroid and our Cartravision discussions. It, yeah. It's like, why do people like that old stuff? Yeah. And now, when... now I'm pretty, I'm sure pretty soon all of a sudden we're going to have electric cars everywhere. 
you're already seeing it in a lot of other states where you're just going to have electric cars all over the road. And then there's going to be a handful of people 50, 60 years down the line. That's like, let's get that Ford F100 fired back up and just drive it around just for yeah, just fun. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, especially since now like other manufacturers are creating their own electric line and it's not just yeah. Tesla. Right. You see Volvo recently went completely electric. They stopped producing any car that uses gas. Really? I, did, mm-hmm. I was not aware of that. Yeah. And I, I think it would be interesting to jump forward a little bit and look at these people that like opt to use the gas car, because I, I have a feeling as we shift to electric, there's going to be less people digging for oil. Therefore, oil prices and gas prices are going to go up. So now all of a sudden you're sitting at, you're paying more essentially to, to use a gas truck. I mean, yeah. Or, or they could keep production up to like the levels they are now. And then it's just really cheap. Yeah. That's possible too. When nobody else is using the oil, but I guess there, there are still. Yeah. I mean, oil aside from gas cars. Yeah, I mean, most of it is, I mean, like you think like heavy machinery and stuff um, used in right. fields, that's still going to use diesel. It's going to be a while before that would go electric. I don't think we're that far off, do you? I mean, from like heavy pieces of equipment like that are used um, out in farm fields and stuff, that's probably a while out before that's electric. You think we're that far off? Probably. I mean, well, first we got to get through with cars and on-road vehicles i just lost sound uh uh-oh oh we're back okay Okay. yeah um it'd be interesting to see how because i know they started making like semi-trucks yeah electric yeah but there's not a lot of them so i mean right that's true still a long ways to go before we see that but lou can you send us to our listener questions now on to the listener questions So our first listener question comes in from an anonymous source and they ask, is water wet? I hate this question. I I hate it. I cannot stand it. I can't believe this even ended up in our questions. Have we, have we covered this before? No, I don't think so. We covered about the hot dog. Yeah. Which I also hate that question too. Yeah. Which by the way, Mel, after we covered that, someone asked that again in the listener question form. Really? They must not have been listening. No, I guess not. But, but the question is water wet. And absolutely it's wet. My my answer is the same. Water is wet. Why would it not be wet? What else would it be? It would, would be, it be wet. dry. It'd be wet. This this question is beyond my belief that it occurs. People, well, the molecules are this, that, the other thing. And there's people making five to 10 minute videos explaining it one way or the other. When I could sum it up in three words, water is wet. It is. I it don't is have to explain to you the why wettest it is. Thing it just in the is world. Water yeah. itself is literally wet. It's water. It's wet. That's what makes wet is water. Water. Yes. And it's, and I don't care for anyone else's explanation because you're not going to change my mind because it, in my mind, water can only be wet. Right. You got the states, you got wet, you got soaking, you got, I don't care what you call it. Water is anything that is associated with water 
That's what water is. And water's what? Instead of the question being, is water wet? The question should be, why would water not be wet? I agree. And I have no explanation for it because I, it blows my mind that people believe it. Because is water wet implies that it could not be when that's just banana land. Let's just move on from that one. Our next question, also from an anonymous source. And they ask, do you find clowns scary? Fitting for the time right around Halloween. But I, I myself don't personally find clowns to be that scary. If someone's a clown, I just assume that they're a child molester. Like if you're an actual yeah. clown that goes around to kids' birthday parties and stuff. Shout out John Wayne Gacy. But mm-hmm. well, Lou, I have I had the same exact thought come into my head. And that's why I said yes, clowns are in fact scary. And what I have written down here, I just said, well, I was trying to brainstorm like why would somebody wants to become a clown in the first place. And it's like the only good explanation, like the only explanation where they could be like, yes, I am doing a good thing by this is they want to entertain kids. And my thought is if you want to entertain a kid, become a magician. Yeah. There's other routes you could go. Yeah. A clown does nothing but act a fool in front of kids. Blow up balloon animals. I mean, what else? Yeah, what, is, be, what does no, a clown be, even a, do? They just run around with their big shoes. You could even become a balloon animal artist. Paint kids' faces. Yeah, but you don't have to be a clown. Don't be a clown. Now that I think of it, I don't know what a clown does, but be a clown. Right. And like I think of other things clowns do. Might ride a unicycle. They might juggle. Become a unicycle rider. Become a juggler. Don't become a clown. No, I don't. Now that you say that, I guess I I would still remain indifferent on clowns, but I don't think they're entirely necessary. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not the actual question. Are clowns necessary? It's do you find clowns scary? Oh. And no. the two, I do find clowns scary. For somebody to dress up as a clown for any reason is means for, for like mental illness. I mean, if we get rid of clowns, it would make it a lot tougher for child predators. But other than that, I don't really see the impact it would have. So you're just not, you're indifferent on them or? I mean, I, I don't find them scary now. Okay, fair enough. Our final question today comes in from Wilhelm Schmid. And this is actually a serious and good question. I mean, you could take a turn for it, but it is a serious not like super serious, but more serious than our previous questions. And it says, if you could send a letter to your past self six years ago, what would you say to yourself? I think my first serious note on this. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat not. I think my first piece of advice to myself would be to not buy the Twinkies when they say that they're going to stop manufacturing them. What do you, (laughs) what happened there? I don't, because well, like Hostess announced that they were going to stop manu or like making Twinkies, they're just going to get rid of them, and they did for a period of time. So I, right. so I had, I don't know if I had one singular Twinkie or if I had a whole box that I was going to keep, and then as time goes on, uh, the value would increase. <laughs> like a year or okay. two later, they just started making them again, rendering my uh, safe kept Twinkie useless. Okay. 
So wait, so what was your advice to yourself? Don't buy the Twinkies. Don't buy the Twinkies. Okay. But also, I I mean, like you said, you could take this question a number of, number of ways. I think the biggest piece of advice I would give is to actually do the assigned readings for class. I don't think anyone actually does the assigned readings, but no. if you do do them, one, you get more for your tuition money, and two, it makes the assignments a lot easier. But no one ever does read them. That's true. And I will continue to not read them in the future. So that's the biggest piece of advice you'd give yourself six years ago is to read the assignments and you aren't even taking that advice now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know what else I'd tell myself. You don't know what else you tell yourself. You haven't learned a single thing like oh, I, that you I, I wish you like, would have known six years ago. I mean, outcomes of sporting events for betting purposes. That's true. That's true. But Lou, I, I put like 20 different things down. I'm not going to say them all because I, I took a little different take on this. Fair. It's like true advice that I would give my younger self. Right, that and ruins I mean, it, though. You got to let yourself live and learn. That is true. Like, but I, I, that's the purpose of the question, I think, is like more so what would you tell somebody six years younger than you? That's a completely different question. You think so? Yes. Well, I mean, I, I did write down here that number 16 UMBC beats number one Virginia in the 2018 NCA attorney. Exactly. Would, Those are the things you need to know. I would write know. that as my PS. PS. UMBC beats Virginia. Some like ad actual advice. Stop trying to have a perfect plan for everything. Let things happen. I, that goes well being said. Well, I, I don't think so. I used to always try to plan everything out. I know it wasn't smart or it wasn't like the, the best way to do things. But I, I was a planner. Other things. Embrace awkwardness. Embrace denial. Stop complaining. Stop criticizing. Start reading books similar to yours. Stop being intimidated. Everybody's a human. Nobody really right. cares what you're doing. Right. Um, Everyone's got their own lives to worry about. Sure. Right. Discomfort is where growth occurs. And well, you, you bring that point. I think by giving yourself too much advice, you may eliminate the discomfort. That's fair. But I mean, yeah, I guess you, you can. Take it that way where it's like I'm, I'm eliminating all of these lessons that I learned by telling myself the lessons. Oh, see, I mean, this is kind of similar to uh, like the question. If you had the opportunity to see where you'd be in 10 years, would you take the opportunity to look? Right. Because then you enter like that loop is what you're saying, where it's it's well, like the time space time continuum or whatever. Well, I mean, I, I was just at, well, no, not necessarily that. I was just asking you, would you? Would I see where I am 10 years from now? Yeah, if you had the opportunity to look. No, I wouldn't. See, I wouldn't either. I'm just out here no. rolling the dice. Right. I That ruins like the, that ruins. definitely ruins the lessons. And, exactly. And like life, essentially, where if you know where you're going to end up, then there's not really any excitement in the day to day. It's all about the ride, not the destination, brother. Indeed. Indeed. All about the cyclone racer. Let's get I, that thing in Long I'm excited Beach. to bring that back. I truly am. Yes, it's going to be awesome. But now we have our fast food tier list. And this was requested by Shane Johnson. 
So Shane, we're going to give you our fast food tier list. Lou, how do you, how do you want to approach? Yeah. So like, so we could go bottom up or top down. Should we start with the best or should we start with the worst? Let's start with the worst. Start with the worst. I don't know how, how many, like, did you put in each category? Should I just choose the highlights? Uh, I mean, you could, I rank everything that I've had based on that. Yeah. On like, that was on. I did too. I did too, but all right. uh, All right. So we'll start out with F. F Burger this King is bottom tier F Burger King F KFC F KFC sucks their <laughs> chicken sucks noodles and company you know I I don't noodles think it's terrible yeah but I mean well F is terrible fine then it's terrible <laughs> just based on where I ranked other things in this list noodles and company I have a problem with and then okay. just out of principle Popeyes. I don't think their food's really? that bad, but well, just out of principle. Oh, that's right. You had your your debacle I, with them. I didn't have, I still have. You still I currently still have, have a, a debacle with Popeyes. But um I, I didn't have a single same restaurant in the F tier. My F tier consisted of Shake Shack. Shake Shack people brag up. People think it's great. Their burgers are the size of like a 50 cent piece and they aren't great burgers. They're pretty expensive too, aren't they? They are. They'll, they'll charge you 10 bucks for them. Okay. They, I, I actually call it fast. Food. I had that in my seat here. I hate shake shake shack. Um, the next one is wing stop wing stop. I have in my F tier mm, again, more it. so the price, the more so the price than the, the food. I actually have never had it either because every time I step in, they're trying to charge me twelve dollars for four. Well, wings. how can you so say that it's an F if you've never had it? That's how that's how poorly it's priced. I'm okay. not willing to try it. All right. F Sonic. I've been there four times in my life. Two of those times I I left without food. Again, that's a a customer service. Yeah, more thing of a service rather than a, a food judgment. Sure. And the last one is Subway. And I'll eat Subway, but looking at this entire list, Subway falls. I, I, that would be one of the last yeah. foods that no, I eat. That's actually in my D category. Subway. Subway. Subway's terrible. The bread is not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ingredients they use, their lettuce is terrible. I cannot stand the lettuce at Subway. <laughs> their subs overall are, how do I want to put it? Not great. Subpar possibly far subpar so all right lou in my d category category here carl's jr i think i've had it once not impressed denny's ihop papa john's shout out to papa (laughs) Uh, and then like i said subway and white castle white castle is trash food okay yeah i have white castle in my c tier so I, i agree somewhat with that did you notice that on this, at least on mine, the Papa John's face is scribbled out? Is that part of their logo? Or did this oh, guy that, just that really have something pass. against Papa John's? He must have something against the Papa. Yeah, he has a, a scribble through his face. Not a single thing done to the rest of them. But my D tier, I have some similar ones. Burger King, IHOP, Jimmy John's, Papa John, Taco Bell, Wendy's, and Arby's are my d tier really taco bell in the d category 
yeah, it's, I, that's like one of them that's like, it's super cheap. So I like it, but it's just like not great food. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of people disagree with you on that. I, I know I will. I know I will. And it's more so the, the effects afterwards. I do. One other gripe I have against Taco Bell is they used to have the beefy Fritos burrito on the right. $1 menu. And they no longer do. They upcharge it now. Did, oh, I was going to say. So they still have it, but they increased the price. I, I'm not certain if they still have it or not, but I know that it's not on the dollar menu anymore. Did they get rid of the quesaritos as well? They did not. That is one thing I do enjoy at Taco Bell is the quesarito. Because there was buzz for a while that they were getting rid of those and you could only order them online. So they're going to get rid of them in the store i thought what, they did get rid what of what does in that the even store. mean yeah like you couldn't order them in store but they were available to order on the app that doesn't make sense don't ask me ask taco bell like if you can make it, it through an that's the problem order, a lot of people had the... with it okay that makes sense all right c tier chipotle a and w mm-hmm. arby's dairy queen little caesar's Firehouse Subs, Panda Express, Potbelly, Panera, and Shake Shack. Okay, I have almost the identical list. I got... uh, I just want to note Little Caesars above Papa John's. Yeah, I agree with that. And more so the the price tag than the quality of food that puts it above it for me. Yeah, I would say quality is pretty similar. Right, similar quality. Not to send too much slander the Papa's way. But Papa John quit doing backflips. All right. So my C tier, some of the other ones I had on there, along with AW Chipotle, it's Little Caesar. I got Pizza Hut, Qdoba, Noodles and Company, mm. Chipotle. I put Chipotle and Qdoba in the same category. And AW. I don't know if I mentioned that one already. Domino's Pizza. Oh, you, you did not mention that. So I I have Domino's in my B category, along with Five Guys, Jimmy John's, McDonald's, Qdoba, Pizza Hut, Portillo's, and Wendy's. Oh, and Culver's in the B category. Okay. Yeah, I got Culver's up there, too. What was it? Portillo's? Portillo's. I'm not even... I've I've never even heard of that before. Oh. Uh, Well, I, I think they started in Chicago as like a lone standing establishment. And mm-hmm. I mean, this was a long time ago, obviously. I don't think we have any in Wisconsin. No, at I least never, not. I haven't recognized us. it. Well, yeah, my B category, we got Chick-fil-A, Culver's, Waffle House, Dairy Queen, KFC, McDonald's, Panda Express. And that's it. KFC's bad. What don't you like about KFC? It's just not good. I will, like, have you ever had their um, mashed potato bowl? Uh, I believe. It's I believe fantastic. I've had, because they have, like, different ones, right? Yeah, they have, like, different flavors of them. I I'm can't say sure. I was very impressed. And, like, the little popcorn chicken. Ooh. Stand out to me. Okay, that's fair. And now the best of the best fast food chains. So I have three in this category. Raising okay. Cane's, Chick-fil-A. And Taco Bell. Okay. That you had in your D category. I did have Taco Bell in my D category. Raisin Cane's in my C. 
and Chick Fil A in my B. So I didn't have any of the same top tier. So what what's left for you in at the top? We have you didn't even have this at all. You must have never had it before in your life. But the number one this this is if I could have a tier above the rest of them, we got Whataburger. Oh, way no. up at the top. Whataburger is the best burger I have ever had in my life. And it's like the size of your face for like $8. Really? Interesting. It's amazing. But other the other three that I have on my best of the best, you aren't going to like this one, but I have Popeyes at the very you, top. Mel, you can't do that out of principle. Uh, I know. If we, this podcast stands in solidarity. Popeyes. <laughs> Just that statement stands in solidarity. But my other best of the best, Five Guys Burgers and Fries and Panera Bread. Ah, I don't know if I'd put Panera at, at the top. I think I had that. In the Did you get the tier. bread bowl ever? No. Bread with broccoli and cheddar soup inside of it. Interesting. It's to die for. No, I mean, like the quality of food is pretty good. Mm-hmm. The price point's a little high, isn't it? I don't think it's that high. I think like it's yeah, it's been a while to ten dollars for a bread bowl. Okay, it's fair. It's a fairly priced thing. But if anybody has anything to say about where we've placed things wrong, where things should be, we're gonna post both of our tiers on our Twitter. So please comment. Our Twitter is at Big Dog Radio. Give it a like and check it out. Um. I suppose we could post a poll. You can decide whose tier is better. Yeah, might as well. Throw in yeah, a poll. Sure. Polls are fun. Awesome. So now let's move on to our hot corner and chopping block segment. And this segment, we give something that we have been enjoying and something we have not been enjoying in the previous week. So, Lou, let's start with your chopping block. What is your chopping block this week? My chopping block is razor cartridges. Mel, have you ever had to buy razor cartridges? Like the uh, by razor cartridges, those are just like the replacement razors. Correct. Well, no, no, no. They're the they're the razor part of like so you get a Gillette like full on razor, and then it's the disposable part that you actually shave. Right. Yeah, I actually just the replacement like cartridges, and they're like thirty. They're damn expensive. Yes. Yeah, I was not aware of that until I needed new cartridges and I go to buy them and I see that they're like $20 for three cartridges. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, 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 not happening today. So now I'm just raw dogging this dull razor. That's cutting me oh, up left no. and right because I refuse to buy new cartridges. Dude. It's the best feeling in the world. Shaving with a new razor though. I'm sure it is, but not for $30. It's not. Yeah. It's a tough price point. I mean, you think of all these other products that people have come out with and been able to price them at very inexpensive things. Like you, you can buy an entire like box of cookies for $2. I, I, that's just a random example of something I bought recently. Right. But like there's a lot of products that are out there that you can buy for so cheaply. Why can't we have that same production in, in the razor industry? You're asking the wrong person because I'm just as pissed about it. Mm-hmm. So now Throw I'm just cut, wall, now I'm just cutting that. up my face left and right because I I refuse to buy a new razor. I'm sure, you got razor burn all over yourself, like you wouldn't believe. Mm-hmm. Well, my chopping block this week is 
pumpkin smashers. Those people that choose to smash pumpkins. Lou, are you a pumpkin smasher? I'm not a pumpkin smasher. I'm, I might be a pumpkin thief, though. I don't have a problem going around and stealing a good pumpkin. See, that, there's not a problem with that. I don't see a problem with that aside from theft. But I think the problem with pumpkin smashing is that it doesn't just affect the person whose pumpkin you smashed. Now, all of a sudden, especially I'm specifically thinking of people that smash them in the middle of the road. Okay. I was I was on my longboard last year during Halloween, and I ran through one of these smashed pumpkins, and I fell over, and my longboard is still out of commission because of it. But anyway, that's that's my personal story to it. But now walking around after Halloween, you see rotting pieces of pumpkin all over the place. Ah, oh, the squirrels, the squirrels can eat it, can't they? Raccoons, so. different animals. I'm sure they well, eat they it. aren't. Well, they should come and eat it because they aren't right now. <laughs> the bugs they're all just sitting in the middle of the it. road. Yeah, and now you got a whole pile of flies sitting around this rotting yeah. piece of pumpkin. There's something there's something to that too. Just taking someone's work that they took the time to carve into and whatnot, and then just smashing it right in their face, right on right on their sidewalk right in front you know? of their house. That's mm-hmm. That's a brutal move. Disgraceful. I mean, it, if I had the opportunity to smash a pumpkin, if somebody said, go ahead, smash my pumpkin, and then I'll clean it up. Like that person will clean it up for me. By all means, I would love to smash a pumpkin. It'd be fun. But I'm thinking of my repercussions right. of smashing There's the pumpkin. There's consequences to your actions, Melv. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and say my hot corner right away, too. My hot corner this week are whiteboards. And I, so I, I spoke last week about how I was going to be that insurance guy for Halloween. Right. And so I, I bought a whiteboard so I could write quinoa on it. And I, I went to a canoa. I went to a party and we, I brought my whiteboard along and everybody was hanging out. So I, I sat down on a couch with my whiteboard. And that's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Drawing charts, drawing pictures, making up random charts of things. And then just erasing it. And then erasing it. And that, that's not even the only reason why I chose whiteboards as my hot corner. It's just like so satisfying to write with a marker on a whiteboard. Mm, opposed to like a chalkboard. Opposed to like a piece of paper. Well, I was with a whiteboard. Thinking... You can announce what you're writing, but yeah, it is better than chalkboard as well. Yeah. Cause before whiteboards, chalkboards instead were widely used and chalkboards suck. They do suck. Talk about a chopping block. Yeah. Lou, what's your hot corner this week? Uh, my hot corner this week is Millie Bobby Brown. No way. Uh, yes. I mean, she, I, I just saw the news article. She went Instagram official with her boyfriend and there was a picture of her. And this is not the person okay. I was expecting it to be in my oh, head Evan from stranger things. Oh, I, I haven't seen it, but okay. Continue in my head. I thought Millie Bobby Brown was honey boo boo. What? 
That's what I was expecting when I saw a picture of Millie Bobby Brown. No. I got the two mixed up somehow, but then I remembered that Honey Boo Boo's name is actually Honey Boo Boo and not Millie Bobby yeah. Brown. Did you know I because like I I've, I've heard that name this. in like pop culture for like the past couple years now, and I just that's who I would picture is Honey Boo Boo. Okay. I thought you were saying this because you you heard rumor of what happened this past weekend to me. Oh no. But you actually said Millie Bobby Brown genuinely. Yes. Because I met Millie Bobby Brown this last Saturday. Oh, did you actually like are you sure about that? So no. Okay. I am but okay, it actually wasn't Millie Bobby Brown. But it was a girl that looked exactly like Millie Bobby Brown and the entire time and she dressed up as Millie Bobby Brown for Halloween. But the actual Millie Bobby Millie Bobby Brown, not Honey Boo Boo. Not Honey Boo Boo, Millie okay. Bobby Brown. All right. And she she like the entire night or entire time, her and her friends were trying to convince me and my friends that she was the actual Millie Bobby Brown. And I was convinced for like a decent chunk of time until they spilled the beans and said, no, this isn't Millie Bobby Brown. But I was fully convinced. I thought I had met Millie Bobby Brown for a second. Yeah, see that. So it's, it's interesting that she has come up in conversation two times within the last week, despite never coming up in conversation in my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no clue who she is, what she does. Like in my mind, I'm more famous than Millie Bobby Brown. But <laughs> really, I couldn't. She, she's on the I'm show better. Stranger Things. Okay. Okay. You're, you're not. You're not impressed by my story because I was amazed when you said Millie Bobby Brown. Well, you didn't actually meet Millie Bobby Brown. That's true. Or Honey Boo. Lou, why in the world was Millie Bobby Brown your hot corner when all you had to say about her was that you thought she was Honey Boo Boo? That's not what a hot corner is. Yeah, but I mean, shout out to uh, the actual Millie Bobby Brown, not Honey Boo Boo. There was this news article. She went Instagram official with her boyfriend. So good for her. Good for you, Millie Bobby Brown. Even though that I couldn't brings care us, less. <laughs> brings us to the big dog's final thoughts. And Melv, it's getting quite and dark. The big dog's going to bring now. his final thoughts. I can't even see you anymore. I All I can see is the and light from your microphone. I'm having a tough time seeing my paper. Okay. So what's your? what are your final thoughts, big dog? Um, so this is quite, this is quite ridiculous. I have I found this written down in my in my notes. Um and it says the greatest thing that could happen to me is that the high school sports stop playing due to the governing body, so like the WIA, and then like I just sit outside their headquarters or like handcuff myself outside their headquarters and just keep chanting, let the kids play. You preface that with this is the greatest thing that could happen to me. Yeah. I mean, I just want to like sit somewhere on behalf of kids, just for kids everywhere, and just chant, let the, let the kids play. Because at the end of the day, that's kids all we play. want to do is just let the kids play. I mean, you have the opportunity here with our new coming of the, the Cyclone Racer to handcuff yourself to something, but yeah, I don't that, think let the kids play would be the appropriate no, chant. No, probably not, no. I mean, kids like roller coasters. That's true. 
let the kids have the cyclone racer. I I found that in my notes. I have no idea when I wrote that down or where that came from. But you know, at the end of the day, let the kids play. Let the kids play. Do you have any other thoughts, Lou? Well, the second thing that I've noticed recently, do you do you know what I'm talking about? Those public buses with like the accordions to make them longer. Yeah. Where did that come from? Though because that's genius. You could have you have like so you basically double the size of the bus, but it's still one bus. And it's just this accordion like twisting and winding around corners. It's genius. But you have those in, in Minneapolis? Yeah. You do? Okay. I was gonna say I've I've maybe seen one of those before in my life. Oh, I see them all the time. Really? Well double that, buses with the accordion. So what do you think is a better idea, the the train in Minneapolis or the double buses? Because the train is essentially a bunch of double buses put together. Yeah, but I mean, the train doesn't have to twist and turn. What do you mean? It, like the, My point here is that they took an individual bus and made it longer and then like looked at the accordion and stuck an accordion inside of it. So you're saying like this is the greatest thing greatest innovation that you've ever maybe seen. of maybe of our time yes because like what what would you do without the accordion you'd have small buses you'd have two buses not, yeah. or long buses not being able to get around corners that is fair i i do notice here in in madison there is a lot of problems with buses taking these wide turns sure they're gonna run into things and if you just put an accordion in the middle Problem solved. You might have to uh, address uh, the university board about that. Say we need accordion. We're gonna buses. we're gonna fight our battles one at a time. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that might be that might be coming in the future. We gotta check the cyclone racer off the list first. Yep, and make sure that the university isn't still mad at us about the stickers. Is there any update on that? Are your stickers still being they, taken they, none down? None of the new. Actually, they've all been staying up lately. Okay, but that's good to hear. I, I have a feeling. That, that it's going to be coming down pretty soon. Well, I'll be happy to get some stickers up here once they arrive. I know that they're on the way. Lou, uh, we didn't even mention at the beginning of the episode what's happening today. What is happening today? Election day? No. Okay. Oh, 11-4. That is election day as well. But today... Oh, you're saying book... today is in Thursday. Okay. Today is in Thursday. Yeah. Today so our today. book and... Our merchandise go on sale. That is true. I mean, yeah, like you can still pre-order. Or I, I mean, I guess it. You know, forget it. Yes, it is. It is yeah. on sale. Either contact us to get a book, or get merchandise, or go on our website, and you will find our book and merchandise there, ready what, to be bought. What's our website? To be determined. We okay. will be having a website coming out in the next day or, or I guess yesterday, if, if you're considering Thursday's perspective, but the website will be out and it will be posted on our Twitter at big dog radio underscore. And I, I wish I had the website name to give you right now, but I do not. Yeah, We'll just put it on our Twitter and let it fly. See what happens. Absolutely. So that just about wraps up our episode 10, our big 1-0 
making it to double digits of Big Dog Radio. Thank you for joining us this week, and we will be back next week for episode 11. Mm-hmm.